That's Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Amen. We want to thank you for being in the household of the Lord tonight. Amen. Amen. We're glad that you're here. And as always, before we enter into our time of study um, or into our church conference, we just like to to uh, share a word, to share a word. Amen. Amen. We're continuing, uh, as we always like to do, is look at the where we're going, where we're going. Always reminded, it's always good to have a road map to where we're going. And we're going to hear some more information about what we're doing to manifest this tonight. Amen? Amen. And I look forward to that report. But this year, uh, we are speaking on the theme of getting it right. Getting it right. And uh, the word First Peter uh, 4.17 says, For time has come for judgment to begin in the house of the Lord. In other words, God gets his house right uh, before he gets those who are outside of his house. Amen. And by the way, we ask that uh, Bethlehem be in prayer for today our church. And also our district, as it is our goal to to get it right, and it's our goal to be right. Um, so if you did not get an opportunity to fast and pray from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., uh, Thursday you can do so, Friday you can do so, and Saturday you can do so, because this coming Sunday is Share the Love Sunday, amen? And one of the ways that we get it right is we have to be a church that's on mission. Amen? Amen. And um, as we shared Sunday, this is a way that God enables us to, to get it right in the church. The red part says, if your brother sins against you, then you need to go to him in private. Don't need to be a public conversation. Don't need to be gossip. Don't need to be any of that because... People who love the Lord, just like uh, Mary's husband, when he thought she had sinned against the Lord, he wanted to put her away, away what? Privately. Hello, somebody. Um, And a lot of the stuff that we need to get right needs to be handled in private. Amen? Amen. 
And if they won't listen, then you got to take uh, one or two others along uh, to establish the matter uh, with two or three witnesses. And if that don't work and they refuse, that's when you tell it to the church. Amen. Uh, that's when you get the pastor involved. Amen. Amen. And if you and if you love me. It won't get to this point. Hello, somebody. And if I love the Lord, it shouldn't get to this point. Amen? That's right. Amen. We're talking about getting it right this year. Amen? Yes, sir. Amen. Yeah. We're talking about this month, getting it right in ministry. Getting it right in ministry, and we are encouraging, particularly and especially our leaders, that we have a servant's mindset. For Luke twenty two twenty seven, pose the question: Now, who is the greater, the one who serves the table, or the one who's being served? And then Jesus said, "But I am amongst you as the one who serves." Yes. And if Jesus had a serve, then who am I? Uh, there's no uh, big eyes in the church. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Uh, so we want to challenge leaders to develop this. This mindset so we can get work done. Amen. It, it's, it's hard to lead people who think they all that in a bag of chip and dip. Hello, somebody. You say, why? Uh, it's just like having Indian chiefs. Hello, somebody. You have so many Indian chiefs that yeah, nobody wants to actually do the work. Hello, somebody. <laughs> so if we all can humble ourselves like Jesus, then God's work can be done. So we've been challenging leaders to have that servant mindset. And also we're challenging those that are sitting on the pew and doing nothing. Hello, somebody. Uh, we're challenging you this month that God has called you to ministry. There's something that you should do. You were saved to serve. Hello, somebody. And if you don't have a ministry, if you're not serving God in, in, in some kind of capacity, um, then maybe you may not be saved. Hello, somebody. Uh, because uh, people like to say salvation is free. No, salvation wasn't free. It costs God his son, his only son. Hello, somebody. Hey Amen. You say, preacher, let's get with it now. We got to get on to our meeting, all right? <laughs> Tonight we're going to share a brief uh, message titled, uh, Serve One Another or Getting It Right uh, in Love. Amen. Uh, let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. sharing love one another or getting it right in love. We're going to talk on around three points and enter into our business meeting. We're going to look in the text and see how Jesus was glorified. We're going to look in the text and 
and see where Jesus was going. And we're going to look in the text and see what Jesus was giving. What Jesus was giving. And we want saints to know tonight that Christians should love one another to glorify God. Christians should love one another to glorify God. This last Monday was the inauguration of President Barack Obama, and it was a magnificent event um, for those that uh, who vote blue. Hello, somebody. Because there were some who who vote red, and it wasn't that magnificent. <laughs> they said that uh, up to 800,000 to a million people came to celebrate this inauguration. I couldn't help but to think that, as I borrowed the term from Pastor Paul in his uh, article entitled 37 Ways to Love One Another, I couldn't help but to think in the text tonight that Jesus was inaugurating the Love One Another ministry. The Love One Another ministry, because Pastor Paul says that a quick glimpse at the practice of the New Testament church reveals that they, that they thought little about programs and much about relationships. And he went on to say that of the local church, if every believer would practice the loving one another ministry of the early church. Well, in this text tonight, this was the inauguration of the Love One Another ministry. And it was shared during a time when Jesus was about to go back to his father. And this little vignette that we're going to share tonight was shared between Jesus washing the disciples' feet and uh, before he would predict Peter's uh, uh, would deny him thrice. And in between those two stories, Jesus began to inaugurate this love one another ministry. First of all, he, he began to talk about glorification. Uh, as we talk about Jesus' glorification, he said when he was gone, when he was gone, that man Judas, he was gone to portray Jesus. Uh, Jesus said, now the Son of Man is glorified and God is glorified in him. Jesus' only concern on earth was glorifying the Father. Jesus realized that, that he didn't represent himself, but that he represented God. That's what we have to do as a church if we're going to accomplish the things that God has called us to do. Is that we've got to realize what we do, we do for the glory of God. Uh, Jesus, his, his only concern was for glorifying God. And we have to be like Jesus and, and, and be willing to glorify God. John 17, 1 says, after Jesus said this, he looked towards the heaven and prayed, Father, the time has come. Glorify your son that your son may what? Glorify you. 
In other words, he wasn't looking to just glorify himself like many people do in the church today. It's not about God. It's about them. Uh, on Sunday morning, they come. Uh, oh, and they don't come uh, oh, to worship a holy God. They come uh, to be worshiped themselves. Uh, they come to be noticed. They, they come to be seen. They, they come. Uh, oh, but Jesus wasn't concerned about being noticed. He wasn't concerned about being seen. Jesus was only concerned about glorifying God. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, are you concerned about glorifying God? Because, oh, if you're not, the devil will use you. And, and we're going through some things in our district now. Oh, and God is not being glorified. Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, God is, is being made mocker, a mocker. Hello, somebody. Oh, and, and another man falls, another woman falls, and, and people begin to talk. And they don't just talk about their behavior. They talk about our God. Hello, somebody. Oh, if God was real, hello, somebody. But we have to keep our eyes focused on the Lord and realize, hey, oh, it's not about me, but it's about glorifying God. And whatever I do and whatever I say, I, I want to glorify God. I'm going to pray for those who have fallen. As a matter of fact, I'm fasting and praying for those who have fallen. But my life uh, is not about them. My life uh, is about him. Hello, somebody. My life is about glorifying God. And that's my main concern. And Bethlehem, we as a church, as we go into this business meeting, I, we have to be concerned about how can we glorify God? What is it that we can do to glorify God? How can we serve God in our ministry to glorify God? It's about him and nobody else. And nobody else. I just said in the office today, I, I, I can see you as long as you're in the line of following Christ. And when you get out of the line of following Christ, you disappear because I'm focused on Christ and I want my life to count to glorify God. Hello, somebody. And that's what Jesus is. All his concern was about. He was concerned about glorifying God. And in his concern about glorifying God, he wanted to prepare his disciples to live when he was gone. Hello, somebody. Just like any good grandmother, any good mother, they try to prepare their children to live when they're gone. They let them know that, hey, I'm not going to live forever. Oh, and, 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 you, and that's what you have to do. You got to prepare your children to, to live without you. Hello, somebody. Because you're not going to live forever. And, and Jesus had to prepare the disciples to live without him. And, and Jesus started talking about where he was going. He said in verse 33, my children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, uh, so I tell you now, where I'm going, you cannot come. Uh, he had to tell them where he was going. He had to tell them where he was going. This caused a fuss, a, a stir, and they, and they wanted to know where Jesus was going. And, and, and I was reminded of this text that we share. Uh, really, it's not a funeral text. We just use it as a funeral text. It was shared in the context of, of, his, of trying to prepare his disciples to live without him. Hello, somebody. And in John 14, 2, it says uh, that in my father's house are many mansions. Uh, if it were 
were not so, I would have told you I'm going to prepare a place for you. Hello, somebody. You want to know where Jesus is? Jesus is preparing a place for me. Oh, and as I am faithful here on earth, and as I glorify him, as I I send those treasures on up into the heavenlies, and Jesus is preparing a place for me, and he he had to let his disciples know that I, 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 my only concern was to glorify God, and I'm leaving, and, and where I'm going, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Oh, and not only that, this is what he told them, what we're trying to really rush to. He, he told Jesus that, uh, that he, was, he, was, he was giving them something. He was giving them something. He said, uh, what did Jesus give? He gave a new commandment. Hello, somebody. He, he said, a new commandment I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, uh, so you must love one another. Hello, somebody. And, and, and what Pastor Paul says uh, early in that introductory statement, he said that, 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 that the early church was concerned about two things. They were concerned about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they were concerned about loving one another. Hello, somebody. That sounds like that vision that God has for us Oh, here in 2013. He, he wants us to uh, love one another another and and he's concerned about evangelism this coming Sunday is share the love Sunday we're supposed to be praying for our ten most wanted and we're supposed to invite those who who do not know Christ to church or better yet invite them to Jesus and then bring them to church hello somebody oh but 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 that that his concern and the love in the text is really kind of evangelistic because in verse 34 or 35 it says uh, by this everyone will know that you are what my disciples what if you sing a good song on Sunday if you give a good offering on Sunday if you stand at the door on Sunday hello somebody if you come to Sunday school if you come to prayer no hello somebody he says if you love one another love one another hello somebody it's the heart of the matter and we and we sing that song and, and they'll know we are christians by our love by our love yes they'll know <laughs> i almost i almost came out with it tonight but <laughs> that's why you got to stick with your gear stick with your gear <laughs> but, but but this is where we get that song from he says, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another, if you love one another, the inauguration of the love one another ministry. And the problem that we have in our churches today is that, oh, we have folk, as we shared a little bit in Sunday, uh, this Sunday, we have factions in the church, people who are, are, are familying up, people who are ministering up, people, uh, and there's some folk that don't like other folk in the household of the Lord. May that never be. Because uh, the doctrine of Christ, of the Christian faith says, uh, oh, that, 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 that people will know we are Christians by our love for one another. 
that we love one another, that, they, that people on the outside will look in and see, oh, they won't hear about us fussing and fighting and arguing and all of that backbiting and stuff. Hello, somebody. And one of the things that get on my nerves is when the church business get out in the street. Hello, somebody. It means that somebody in the church put it there. Hello, somebody. No, 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 no. What's done here at the church needs to be in private. And the only thing that needs to come from this place is Jesus and his gospel. Hello, somebody. So much so that folk come here and they walk in the door and they're looking in the pulpit, looking for Jesus. Hello, somebody. That's, that's how much we need to talk about Jesus. That's how much we need to share Jesus. That's the only thing that should leave those doors. Hello, somebody. We don't need to be gossiping about what's not being done or what's being done or uh, we don't need to be telling each other's business. Hello, somebody. That just shows what fractions and, 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 and division in the church shows that, hey, we don't have love. Hello, somebody. Because uh, I think the Bible says that love covers what? A multitude of sin. Hello, somebody. And we're all at different places and different levels. And what you're looking at is somebody that's a child, somebody that's a baby Christian. And baby Christians make messes. Hello, somebody. But if you, but if you love them, hello, somebody, it will cover that multitude of sin. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Do you love them? Here's the question. Ask your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, do you love me? Hello, somebody. Ask your other neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, do you love me? Do you love me? That, that, that agape love that we talk about so much, uh, that's void of emotions. Hello, somebody. That is a decision of the will. I decide that I will love you whether I feel like it or not. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. It's that kind of love that we need to apply to our wise men because God tells the men to love his wife as Christ loves the church. Hello, somebody. What did Christ do? Christ what? Gave himself up for the church. Hello, somebody. Christ literally died for the church. And Christ rose again for the church. Oh, do you love me enough to die? Hello, somebody. Do you love me enough to die? You love me enough to come on one accord to get this done. There's some folk that don't want to see the building built. But if you love me, hello somebody. If you love me, maybe you'd give up your own desires, your own feelings, your own thoughts. And come on one accord with what God is trying to do. Hello somebody. And to which we have many spiritual people believe that this is what God has, is calling us to do. But we have some naysayers. Hello somebody. Oh, if you're naysaying, you don't love. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Do you love me? Hello, somebody. We, we, we shared uh, when I first got here, most of the times people are arguing over their preferences. Hello, somebody. Some folk just pre pre prefer to stay here. Hello, somebody. Just like some of the children of Israel, oh, when they got the one that we could have stayed back. Hello, somebody. <laughs> no, 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 no. We've got to go forward in the things of God. And in order for that to happen, we've got to love one another. We've got to come together. Hello, somebody. 
Sunday we were talking about, oh, coming together as a team. We, we've got to be, we're, we're all a part of the same team. Hello, somebody. And you can tell those teams that are, are really, really good because the brothers, they seem to get along. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And one thing I love is to see some, some of the great basketball teams that to, to have played and, and win the championship. You'll see uh, even players on the bench standing up, rooting for those who are playing in the game because there's a, a brotherly love that's there. Do we have? the love hello somebody hello somebody we're going to ask that God as, as we pray we're going to ask God to help us to love one another this is what we're supposed to be uh, we, we need to love one another hello somebody Amen. Romans twelve ten says be devoted to one another in brotherly love honor one another above yourselves are we devoted to one another? Hello, somebody. It's talking about building a team. Uh, one of the ways that you can build a team is, is, is we can recognize who's on the team. And many ways that they do that, they give you a uniform. Hello, somebody. And you know that you're on the same team. Hello, somebody. Bethlehem. That, 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 that's teamwork. Hello, somebody. We're on the same team. We have the same mission. We have the same goal. We're, and this year, we want to get it right. Hello, somebody. And there's somebody that needs to get it right in their love. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I think the Bible says uh, that if, you, if you're holding a grudge against a brother and you're in the middle of worship, hello, somebody, you need to get up and what? Go be reconciled to your brother. Hello, somebody. In other words, God don't want to hear your song if you're not reconciled to your brother. God don't want to take your offering if you're not reconciled. God don't want to take anything you serve if you're not reconciled to your brother. Hello, somebody. That's why you hear me say the most important thing in this place is not the furniture. It's the people that sit on the furniture. Hello, somebody. Because they're made in the image of God. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And they're part of this Bethlehem team. Hello, somebody. And they're part, if they've accepted Christ, they're part of God's team. Hello, somebody. And they are Christians. And as Christians, we've got to love one another. I've got to quit. At least I keep us too long. But this is something that needs to be reflected on. This is something that needs to be thought about. This is the best evangelistic tool that we could have is our love for one another. This decides whether you are a learner or not, a disciple. What is a disciple? Is a learner of Christ. The first thing that you need to learn as, as, as a Christian is to learn that to love your brother. Now, I don't, I don't have but, but one child, but if I had three, four, five, six, seven children, it would really irk me. If they didn't get along. I just can't imagine. They have brothers and sisters. That don't get along. That, that, that don't seem right. You come from the same family. Hello. Some, was raised by the same folk. But yet. 
you don't get along. And that does happen in families. Hello, somebody. But it shouldn't happen in the family of God. Hello, somebody. I used to share this story all the time when I first came back in the world. You should watch a show called Cheers, and, and in Cheers, they, the song, the, 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 the song, you say, Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. And they're in the bar getting filled with a different kind of spirit than we have. <laughs> Hello, somebody. We need to be the kind of church. Folk want to come and, and, and everybody knows your name. It should be a church that, that everybody's glad that you came. Hello, somebody. That's, that's love. That's love and brotherly love for one another. Shall we pray? Father God, this was a brief word tonight but it was heavy father and it's meaning Lord and I pray father that we as a church will get a handle of it get a hold of it and that father God that you will bring us together father as a family of God and if we're going to get it right we've got to get it right with one another first Lord Hello, somebody. Oh, before we can impact the world, oh, Lord, impact our church with love, Father. Oh, give us the love that we need, Father, to, oh, to come together in unity and harmony and in love, Father. Father God, because, uh, oh, you want to use us to accomplish some things that hadn't been accomplished before in the history of this church. Uh, and this is not just a one-man uh, a team. It's not a, a one-man job. It's, it's not a one-woman job. Father, we've got to come together. Oh, and we've got to love one another. And we've got to pick up this mission that you called us to do uh, and to be Father. And we cry out to you father help us father to love one another help us oh in Jesus name to come together in unity harmony and in love father help us Lord in Jesus name in Jesus name father we've got so much to do father in Jesus name we, 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 we've got a mighty long way to go father and we, and we got to go there together father just like the children of Israel had to go together father and you had a generation that didn't want to go and you uh, just allowed them to wander until they died off uh, until you got a generation of people who were willing to go together to accomplish the things of God and I'm believing by faith uh, that this is the generation that you're calling to go together to accomplish uh, this great mission and this great will for this time in the life uh, of this church uh, oh in 2013 uh, oh father we pray uh, that you will enable us uh, to love one another that we may be able to work together father in Jesus name in Jesus name Father God, we come confessing our sins unto you, Father, for, Lord, ain't none of us perfect, Father. 
we've had we've heard a lot of talk, Lord, of what's going on in the district. And but, Father, we're not looking at the district. We're looking at that mirror, Father, that reflects us, Lord. And and as we look in that mirror, Father, we uh, unless we be a liar, Father, we we say, Father, that we have sinned. Oh Lord, we've sinned against you, Father. Oh Father, we've lust, we've lied, we've cheated, Father, we've stole, Father. And we come tonight, Lord, asking, Lord, that you forgive us of our sins and that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Father. And we're fasting and praying tonight. Oh, some of us, Lord, fasting and praying for our church. Oh, Lord, fasting and praying for our district, believing by faith that you're still God and that you're still seated on the throne and you still have a will and your will is should be our will, Father, and that we might glorify you tonight, Father. In Jesus' name, we follow the example of Jesus, Lord, and only want to glorify you, Father, because we too one day are going to a place, Lord, that Jesus is preparing, Father. So help us, Lord, to be faithful, Lord, to what you're calling us to do. That we might do as Jesus said, that we may work while it is day, for the night comes when no man can work, Father. Father God, we pray that you will encompass this business meeting, this church conference, Lord, that we might be about your kingdom business, Father. Not our will, Father, but thy will be done, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, Father. We thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hello again. This is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. 
Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listen throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you for must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life. But we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program. And I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality and that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like obama did it. he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people 25 dollars that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed i think that's god and i believe god can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25 50 10 
100 and you may be able to do more whatever god is laying on your heart we need you so we can build this vision to a reality may god bless you and keep you is my prayer again go to the website www.heargodsword.com